Hi, my name is Angela. Welcome to a new episode of my podcast, Heal Thy Feminine. Here is where I discuss the importance of connecting to and healing your inner girl in order to embody healthy femininity. Today's topic is going to be fear of abandonment is self-abandonment. Again, fear of abandonment is self-abandonment. Now, I know that this is a topic that the title may seem a little bit confusing, a little bit out there, but just stick with me until the end, and I promise to break this down to you. So, a lot of us have had childhoods that have promoted a fear of being abandoned. And that is because in your childhood, you may have been abandoned as a child, maybe actually abandoned as in your parents or parental figures, maybe both, maybe one actually abandoned you and you were left maybe orphaned or you lived with another person who took care of you. Or maybe they didn't actually abandon you, but they were very neglectful. You know, maybe they had to work two or three jobs and you rarely saw them. Maybe you grew up fast because you had to take care of your siblings um, or even just fend for yourself if it was just you. There are a lot of different ways that you can have a fear of abandonment, but it really boils down to your primary caregiver abandon your needs whether purposely or indirectly now i will say in most instances it's indirectly um now there were some times where a parent actually up and left you know um and then there could also be the thing where the parent didn't leave um because they wanted to leave you know it could have been you could feel abandoned because your parent left because of death. You know, people may not think so, but a lot of people have abandonment wounds because their parents left them due to death. Um, also, maybe there was a divorce and the other parent moved out of the house or split up between the parents and they moved out of the house and they didn't want to, but it was the only way to do it. Or maybe they didn't want to necessarily leave the child. They may have wanted to leave the other parents, but not the child or children. But as children, we interpret things much more fragile in a much more fragile way than we do as an adult. And we usually internalize things much more. And we usually say that you know, it's something about us, the reason why our primary caregivers have treated us a certain type of way instead of, you know, maybe uh, having the narrative that that's just the way it is and that's just how the situation was handled, but it has absolutely no bearing on us. As adults, we tend to project, um, and as children, we tend to, um, internalize so neither one of those are actually the best way to handle situations but at least as an adult we understand that 
circumstances, that situations that happen between us and other people are not necessarily have any bearing on our own self-worth and self-value for the most part. Now, there are some instances where people still feel like something happened to them and they still um, kind of question their own worth and value. And that's usually the people who have these type of traumatic, um, abandoning type childhoods. But anyway, a fear of abandonment is basically stems from those type of scenarios that I just described to you. And what it really looks like is that as you were growing up, your primary caregiver or givers um, abandoned you in some way and, they, and your needs were not met for uh, that closeness, that bond between you and them. Now, you have this fear because your inner child is desperately longing for that connection, that reconnection, and that belonging feeling. But because she never got that, she now is searching for that in her adulthood. So when you come into romantic relationships, you probably already have this notion or this belief that the other person is going to leave you. Or you desperately want to hang on them, hang on to them so that they don't leave you. Right? Or you may inadvertently self-sabotage the situation so that they do leave, so that you may confirm a belief that, oh, people leave me, men leave me, they don't stick around, they just want sex, they just want me for my money, you know, things like that. So my goal in this episode is to really help you to at first identify that if this applies to you um, and where it had where it came from and why you are self-sabotaging relationships that you may have been if this sounds familiar to you um, but I want you to know that you don't have to keep repeating the pattern right because if you keep having a pattern as, and I say this so much between the podcast and the YouTube channel is that if you keep repeating a pattern it is a sign that there's a lesson that needs to be learned and you need to take the time to learn that lesson um, and so what is being the lesson that needs to be learned here for your inner girl is that it sucks that you did not get the nurturing the nurturing the stability, the security as a child. But what you can do as an adult is you can go back and you can nurture your inner girl right now. You can nurture her right now and you can um, give her the love and the desire and the security that she has been longing for from the outside, right? That's why I say that Fear of abandonment is self-abandonment because really when we've had traumatic and wounding childhoods, one of the ways our inner child tries to make sense of it is try to recreate situations that were similar to the situations they had in childhood so they can redeem themselves, so that, they can, so that the inner girl can pr finally prove herself worthy. So what you have to do is you have to reverse that and tell the inner girl and show the inner girl that she is worthy right now 
as she is. She doesn't need to, you know, seek validation on the outside. She doesn't need to get, you know, some unachievable man to love her to finally feel worthy. Because a lot of times these situations look like the inner girl is bringing emotionally unavailable people into your life because she feels like if she can win over those people, she's won the prize. She's finally worthy. But this is an impossible feat because the cycle continues because of the inner beliefs that the inner girl has. She's going to cause you to act in certain ways to self-sabotage the situation. Plus the fact that the person wasn't emotionally um, capable of meeting you even halfway to even meet your needs to begin with. So it becomes kind of like a self-defeating situation really. Um, so what I need everyone who's listening to my voice to understand is that these is probably this is probably why you may have situations where you feel easily triggered, you feel easily like, oh, men always leave, or oh, this is too good to be true, he's gonna leave me. Um, you know, men never stick around, I'm only good for sex. You know, I'm only good for my money. You know, I'm good for a casual hookup, but men never want to be in a relationship with me. They never want to commit. If any of these situations sound familiar um, to you, if they seem like home, then I want to um, advise you to take a moment to really understand that it is your inner girl crying out for help. And what's going to happen is that you're not going to get the validation that you need from the outside. No man is going to make you feel worthy or valuable enough. No man is going to soothe your fears that they're never going to leave you. Even if they say those words, and they may mean those words in that moment. But what I'm going to tell you is that your inner girl is going to self-sabotage you. And she's going to create, she's going to have you act in ways that's going to cause you to sabotage that situation. So at that moment, that person may say, hey, I'm never going to leave you. I'm here for you. And they, in that moment, they are telling the truth. They actually believe that. But as humans, we all have our limits and we can only take so much. So you may act in a way that will push them away. And they may, you know, and then you may feel like, well, see, they lied to me or see all men leave. And it reinforces your belief. But the truth is that person probably really did mean what they said at that time, but you pushed them to their limit. Like we're all only human, right? And we all only have a certain limit of what we can accept and take. So we have to be mindful of that. You know, you can't always go to the fact that someone was being dishonest, that they didn't mean what they said. Now that could be a possibility, but there could also be the possibility that you know, maybe in some way you may have pushed them away. And I think the way to figure that out is to really take a deep dive into your behavior during the relationship. You know, take some accountability. Did you do behaviors that may have pushed them away? And that's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't like what I say in all of my videos and in all of my podcasts is I don't say anything to anyone to place the blame game on you. I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad. I'm not trying to say that anything is your fault because this isn't about fault. This is never ever about fault. This is never ever about blame, okay ladies? Like please don't ever take anything I say and think that I am blaming you or I am saying that it's your fault that you're in this situation because really it's not your fault, but it's no one else's fault either. This isn't about fault. This is about taking accountability, and this is about rectifying the situation and taking a hold of your life 
and attracting the relationships and the life that you want to have because otherwise you'll just be a victim. You'll be a victim to life and things will never go your way. But once you step up and realize that I have power over my life, I can make a change, I don't have to be here. I don't have to continue to have this life that I don't want to have. You know what? God gave us the freedom to create our reality however we want to create it. And we need to take the reins of our lives. We cannot sit up here and let society, let other people, let circumstances, let our past, let our upbringing, let genetics, DNA, none of that stuff has more power over you than what your mental, your mentality and your beliefs have over you. Change your, change your beliefs, change your mindset, and you will change your life. So what I want to tell everyone under the sound of my voice is that we have to learn to soothe ourselves, right? When you feel triggered, when you feel like your fear of abandonment is coming up, when your inner girl is causing you to get in wounded masculine energy and chase or try to uh, do things to seek um, approval or to impress or to please the opposite sex, what I want you to do is first recognize what is happening. Recognize that in this moment, your inner girl is being triggered. In this moment, your self, your um, abandoned wound is being uh, triggered, it's being, it's being open, right? It hasn't healed and it's being open. I want you to take that and then from there, I want you to understand that do not do what it's driving you to do, which is seek validation outside in the form of chasing, in the form of trying to prove yourself, in the form of doing things to, you know, negate your dignity doing those type of things to take get you in the wounded masculine energy and to take the reins of the relationship and all those other things. Instead say, okay, I understand what's happening. Now, next I want you to feel the emotions that you're feeling. Are you feeling disappointed? Are you feeling rejected? Are you scared? Do you feel angry? Do you feel resentful? Do you feel bitter right now? Do you feel confused? Like, really sit with those emotions. And, and, I, and I think an important thing to do at this time is to really journal. Like, how am I feeling? Like, right at the top, how do I feel in this moment? Where is this coming from? What triggered this? Okay, I haven't heard from him in two days. I'm afraid that he's ghosting me. I'm afraid that he's not interested. Right, I'm afraid that he's using me for sex. Whatever the fear is, I'm hurt that he didn't call me back. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm angry that he hasn't called me in two days. Whatever. Say it. Write it down. Feel it. Do not judge. And what I want to make sure is please, please do not judge any emotion. Whether you feel angry and you feel like, oh, I shouldn't feel angry about this because it's such a small thing. No. Do not judge it. If you feel angry, you have a right to feel angry. Okay? Do not judge and say, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. Yes, you should. You should feel however you're feeling. That's why you're feeling that way. Right? If you try and push away how you're feeling by saying you shouldn't feel that way, you are further repeating the cycle and you're further opening up the wound of abandonment or whatever other wound that may be opening for you. You're getting no closer to healing. No. What you need to do is you need to say, 
yes, I'm feeling this way and I have every right to feel this way. I don't care if I'm overreacting. I don't care if this is such a small thing. I have a right to feel the way I feel because I feel the way I feel. And then next thing I want you to do after you sell it, after you've gotten it out, I want you to do something to soothe yourself, right? So if you are feeling rejected because you maybe texted him and he didn't text you, he hasn't texted you back yet, then do something that's not gonna that's the opposite of making you feel rejected or accepted. But it has to be something you do for you, right? So that could be taking a bath, that could be reading a book, that could be watching a good movie, that could be going out. And meeting with a friend, that could be going visit a family member, that could be going volunteer for something, that could be maybe uh, trying to secure a date with another man, that could be maybe shopping and buying yourself something, maybe that could be cleaning. Um, it's something to get your mind to, to show you that you have worth beyond this man, right? Something to elevate your life and to elevate your mood and to take the... Um, the power and the responsibility off of this man to validate your worth. You're validating your own worth. You have value in this world outside of this particular man, right? So that's why I urge you get get involved in a project, a work project, a, a project around your house, maybe a passion project, right? Um, exercise, cook yourself a meal, anything to take care of you. And really feel good while you're doing it. And while you're doing it, I want you to tell your inner girl that it's okay to it's okay how you feel, but I accept you. I validate you. I approve of you. Right? I need you to repeat that to yourself. I accept myself. I validate myself. I approve of myself. That is how we um take care of ourselves right we don't that's how we overcome the self-abandoning self-abandoning is making someone else responsible for the needs of our inner child we're responsible for the needs of our inner child and if in the inner child is confused because the inner child thinks that they get their needs met on the outside but you have to parent the inner child as an adult you parent the inner child and you let the inner child know that as an adult you're the child and I'm responsible for you, not anyone on the outside. And then you will start to recognize the more you do this, it'll become second nature. And you will start to attract better experiences from people on the outside. Because when other people on the outside do not feel like they're responsible for your happiness, it takes a load off their shoulders and they treat you better. They respond better to you. And you feel better. And it becomes a cycle of feeling good and being treated better. And there's this vibe, there's this cycle to life. You know, and your beliefs change, and then you get better experiences. So, I just hope everyone really understands the importance of this. And when you're able to do this, and I always try to tie everything into femininity, but when you're able to do this, this also helps you to be a more feminine woman. Because, again, femininity is about being. It's about feeling. It's about just going with the flow. It's about just, oh, you know, just feeling expressive and feeling like you are a goddess and you deserve good treatment right it's just, but it's about that but it's also about just being authentic and it's about being vulnerable and a lot of times you think vulnerability is just with others and it it is but it's also being vulnerable with ourselves not being in self-denial 
not abandoning ourselves and not denying ourselves. And when you're able to do that, you're able to be more of a feminine woman. You're able to embrace your femininity a whole lot more because it becomes second nature. So, ladies, I really hope that this episode really helped you to understand the importance of not abandoning yourself. Being there for yourself to better tune into your femininity in order to attract the love that you want. Because when men feel the unease around you, they will show up for you so much more and they will treat you so much better and you'll have more harmonious experiences with them. Now, I want to urge you, if you have not already done so, um, you can purchase my book on Amazon, 21 Days to Feminine Magnetism. Um, Make sure to subscribe to my podcast. You can also catch me on YouTube um, by the same name, Heal Thy Feminine. I also have a Facebook group that you can join, um, also the same name, Heal Thy Feminine. If you have any requests for topics that you want me to talk about, please send me an email at healthyfeminine at gmail.com. And I will try to get to as many topics as I can. Um, Until next time, ladies, have a great day. Bye-bye.